Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We welcome you whatever time and wherever in the world you are listening. We are pleased you have found us. You are now listening to Inside the Bunghole, a podcast taking you on a journey through wine. Together, we will learn more about this wonderful elixir of life. So raise your glass to welcome your hosts and partners in wine, Pam and James. You are now Inside the Bunghole. Welcome to another exciting edition of Inside the Bunghole. I'm Pam and I'm here with James. And we're in a beautiful little wine bar in Palm Springs, California called Boucher. They also have a little restaurant inside called PS Air that is looks like you just walked onto an airplane. It is so cute. The owners are Dennis and Tommy. Welcome, you guys. Good morning, Hi, Pam. James? Yes. I'm yes. really surprised there's so much room inside this bunghole for all four of us. Yes. I know. It's a big bunghole. It's a large bunghole. And there's a lot of light in this bunghole. Yes. Some people, some people would say that being inside a bunghole could, you know, raise an eyebrow or two. Yes. And that's, yeah. that's why we named it that partially because we're kind of racy and goofy. And people who are in the know with wine know what a bunghole is. And uh, those that don't know, we'll learn really quick. We'll teach them. Yep. <laughs> and speaking of teaching, we're in our own backyard here in Palm Springs. And it's a gem to have you here because there's a place to go to to enjoy wine. And you bring it to us. And how did that start off? And how did that become a plan for you guys? Who thought about opening <laughs> up a little wine? Well, it's more than a wine bar. But well, well, it's a know, wine shop. And then the bar. It's almost like four businesses in one, which is a little hard to understand until you actually walk into the front door. And we were looking for a bar space to do PSAR bar. We've been looking for a long time. We've looked at every available space in town and happened upon this one when uh, the former owners, who were friends of ours, Costa and Zola Nichols, um, we've known them over 20 years. And they said, hey, guys, you know, just want to let you know we're, we're going to be retiring. We're selling. And the light bulb kind of went on. So that's how, the, how it really kind of came about. Um, if it wasn't for our Boucher side, we probably would have been out of business because of the whole COVID thing. Well, since um, alcohol is an essential it Maybe. is an essential right. business. Yeah. It is for most, <laughs> I, I think. Yeah, that must have hit hard then. I mean, well, you you guys remember we were supposed to open the PSR lounge space uh, February of 2020, and we lined up the press and interviews and VIP parties, and then COVID happened. So we were uh, we did not open uh, an official opening until June. It was kind of a soft opening and. It was a, uh, it was a crazy, it was a crazy year. Yeah. So, so and, and to start, to you know, open up, it's like, oh my god. So you... the Boucher side, it's very. You guys have wine tastings and music, and you line up things outside, inside. You have charcuteries. You got a little cooler with sausages and salamis you sell, and well, everything you, like that. Well, you know, we try and cater to uh, every everybody's needs. And when we started the PS Airspace, we wanted to designate co certain cocktails that all of the ingredients would be available at the Boucher side. So once you're leaving 
uh, PSR and you want to take, you want to continue your party, you can get all the ingredients on the Boucher site and take them home. Now, when you opened up, what was the reaction? Because this place is so unique. Um, let me see. The reaction of everybody who walks in the door is, oh my God. And that is the best reaction you could ever get. Um, my background is I was a flight attendant for 34 years. And Dennis also was a flight attendant for a couple of years. But his main experience was growing up as a dairy farmer and they own vineyards. So we kind of always been in the business in one form or the other. So um, with this space, um, we designed it with our friend Jeff King, who worked for American Idol. And so visually, he um, was able to extract from our heads what we were looking for. And it's very authentic, I think, with our airplane seats, our airline sidewalls, which we got in Mojave Desert um, and the airplane graveyard. So it's it's come to life. You it, even do have the little cocktail cart, yeah. the the, the with beverage the, cart with the drag queen, serving yeah. with the with a flight hostess from hell. We like yeah, to call that her. is an actual 1975 Continental Airlines model that I actually trained on in oh the 80s God. when I started. <laughs> so who I, the the windows, for example, you look out, it's a very plain scene. You got the Twilight Zone monster on the wing. You got Superman. You got Bewitch. You got. Whose idea was that? Fine, uh, that would come from the twisted mind of, like I said, Jeff King. But it, everything was supposed to be tongue-in-cheek because you're actual airplane windows, so you had to be looking at something. Yeah. So he came up with some cityscapes and some real comical things. Yes. And it always, people always notice and, and laugh. And the luggage, you've even got clouds in the sky, and usually you're that playing sun, thunder. thunder and lightning. And you're usually playing um, on the monitors, airports, you know, planes taking Aircraft, off and landing. Yeah, yeah. Videos with uh, airline theme uh, parts to them. So I can't tell you how many times I've been here. Someone's always come up to one of you and said, I used to be a flight attendant back in TWA <laughs> back in 19. They must enjoy it. You must get a lot of. Oh, we get a lot of airline people. I, a lot, I'm since retired, but a lot of. Uh, friends that have come to look at the place. So when you get that stamp of approval from people in the business, you know you think you did the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. But we want to keep it evolving and keep it fresh and fun, always. Talk to me a little bit about how you guys pick the wines for the shop. How do you cater to your audience, if you will? You know, that's a very, very difficult choice for us to make, Pam. We have uh, the wine people, representatives, wineries, uh, boutique wineries, uh, the large distribution houses. They bring us the best of the best. And at times it's a little overwhelming because you want to bring them all in. And uh, unfortunately, due to you know space constraints, we have to really be choosy and picky about the wines that we bring in. But when, when we bring a wine in, you can, you can bet your bottom dollar it's, it's going to be a winner. The funny thing is everyone thinks that we're not working. We're just sitting around drinking wine all the time. And a lot of times we do taste the wine in the PSR space. And everyone's thinking that we're having fun. But we are actually working. But it is a lot of fun because, like Dennis said, we get to choose some incredible wines and taste some great wines. And then we can bring them to our customers. I think we're, we're primarily looking for wines that over-deliver for the for the value of the wine. That's that's my primary goal. 
So I, there's different price points for all kinds of wines. And if you can meet the quality and ex exceed the expectation of a particular varietal, that's when you have, I think, a, winner, a winning team. Yes. Well, yeah. your wine tastings are wonderful. And I know you get into them. I was at one recently. There was a gal here doing uh, wines. Um, from Port from Port Portugal. Yeah, Portugal. But you brought a hat and you were telling stories yourself. <laughs> you were jumping in there. Because um, you were, but it wasn't just her, but every time you have a wine tasting, you're very excited and you're involved. Well, you I chime think, in. I think my, my, my goal here is to try and open up as much information as I can about wines. I think there are so many people that are intimidated by wine and the, the stigma that it previously had in, in its history, recent history. And uh, we're trying to get people back to just drink what you like. Find what you like, drink it, explore a little bit, and have some fun and share it with your friends yeah, and family. that's like I was, he was saying. It's a shared experience. The story, there's stories about uh, behind wine, where the wine come from, how the wine is made. So when you're sharing your stories and your backgrounds, it makes it even more enjoyable while you're drinking the wine. Absolutely. Because yeah. you can have a wine that's, you know, similar in in taste to another wine, but if the backstory is good, you're hooked. <laughs> exactly. Well, I want to take a quick break and come back because I want to talk about, I think you guys do a great job with your social marketing. You get butts in the seat, and I want to talk to you about that and uh, what's behind that. So we'll be right back. We're with Dennis and um, Tommy. Tommy, and we'll be right back. You're inside the phone. If you want to know more about Inside the Bunghole, join us on all our social media platforms. You can get a revisit and view all the latest posts, giveaways, and information on this podcast. Simply search Inside the Bunghole on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment. We would love to hear from you. Or you can email us at insidethebunghole at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in and visit our website at insidethebunghole.buzzsprout.com where you can always find our latest podcast and past episodes. Cheers! Welcome back. We are Inside the Bunghole deep, with Deep, deep inside, inside the Bunghole the with Dennis and Tommy of Boucher and P.S. Air in Palm Springs, California. If you are out here it's a must stop. Must stop. Uh, you've got cute retail. You've got, you know, glasses and you've got aprons and you've, you've got all sorts of fun napkins. And it's just, uh, you can find a little bit of everything in here. We try and think of people that are going to a hostess party or a birthday party and they want to get a really nice bottle of wine and a really nice bottle of spirits. We also have great candles and... As, as Pam said, stemware, we have shakers, we have serving platters, um, all that sort of thing that, that makes for a really great hostess gift. And then we also can do gift crates for, for clients that uh, we do it to any denomination you want. Very cool. Well, Very right before cool. the break, I mentioned um, marketing. How do you market this place? Because it pops up on my phone. I always see a good turnout here. There's a lot of competition out there. What makes you uh, kind of ahead of the rest? Well, I'm, when, I, when I'm here, when I'm here and people are having a great time 
and I'm not continually in one space the whole time. So I'm, I'm generally moving back and forth from uh, the Piazzera space to the office space to the Boucher side and the bistro. And when I see people leaving, I ask them if they had a good time. And they said, oh, my God, that's such a unique experience. We had a great time. Food's great. Great service. Loved it all. Loved it. Loved it. And then I said, please don't tell anybody about it. That's my <laughs> kind of way. And they all laugh and giggle. And they said, no, it's too late. We've already told all of our friends. So it's predominantly been word of mouth. Wow. Yeah. Yes, it has. But on the other hand, it is this social media yeah. that does drive things. And we are a little bit older. But so we have been trying to catch up and learn that, especially in a small business. So through Instagram, through TikTok, through um, some radio spots, uh, as we know, advertising can be quite expensive. But um, we're still kind of old school in the way is word of mouth is always is your best advertisement and delivering a consistent good product. So, But um, we're always constantly exploring now um, doing podcasts and different things. So it, it's an educational experience of how to get your business out there. Yes, day. yes. And James and I are very familiar with old dogs learning new tricks. Right, <laughs> right. We always have to find a junior high kid to help us. To help us out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have no children. So that's yeah, not, even that's our, not kid, our kids are even yeah. getting too old to help I us. I said, get, get to the closest 20 year old. Good yes, yes. 25 year old, yeah. How did the two of you meet? We met at the L.A. Gay Rodeo. L.A. Gay Rodeo? Yes, and um, that was something new for me because I had relocated from New York City to Los Angeles, and a friend said, why don't you try something new? And I'm like, that really is not for me. So, But anyhow, I was lonely, and I followed his advice and ended up meeting a real country boy, farmer, rancher, and why did you go to the gay rodeo that day? I had been following the circuit a little bit at that time. I had done the um, San Jose rodeo. We had done the San Francisco rodeo. We had the Sacramento rodeo. I think there was a couple others that I had had attended that summer. And and in, follow you mean like like watch? Follow like, you watch. Like a fan. Yeah. Well, like I watching. did participate in one. <laughs> I did participate in one event the year that I met Tommy. It's called goat dressing, and it's a two-person team, and it can either be a, a, a boy and a girl, two boys or two girls, whatever, and it's a two-person team, and you get a pair of BBDs, and they stake a goat about, I think it's 25 or 50 feet, I can't, I think it's 50 feet, away from the, away from the dock, and the timer goes on, you run, you got to put the BBD shorts on the backside of the goat. So it is a two-person theme. That and sounds it, like a very technical event. It's it's a lot of it's a <laughs> lot of fun and it's crazy to watch. It's fabulous. Exactly. <laughs> oh, how funny. Oh, wow. So and how long have you guys been together? Since since then. 25 years. 25 years. Yeah. That's 30 and years in goat. 1998. Yeah. 1998 yeah. and yeah. You, and then you Boucher, the retail side, opened... Three years. It's been three years. We opened in May 2019. Okay. And then and then this was and this always was in follow. the work. Yeah, this was to follow in February. And so, that's when... Because we had to transfer uh, a, a particular ABC license, liquor license, from one entity and type to a restaurant. Yeah, and yes. So that took a little time, and in that time, we were building out this space. 
Now, um, tell me a little bit about some of the events you guys do. Um, do a lot. Um, our main event that we started was our in-flight experience on Saturday nights, where you get a choice of chicken, beef, or vegetarian. And it's basically your imaginary flight to nowhere. I have a vocal duo that are incredible, and then you have a, I would say, kind of a nasty stewardess that kind of stirs, but it, it's all for fun. And then on uh, Sundays, we were doing our disco boozy brunch. That was basically uh, three or four stewardesses that did drag performances, um, which was a lot of fun. Uh, however, we're going to transition to a new show for the fall. And then uh, also, I'm kind of going backwards, but we were doing Fridays, Flyaway Fridays, where we take you to a different destination each month. Like we go to Italy or France or Greece and all the food, all the music, all the visuals. A complete interaction. Yeah. An immersive experience yeah. applying to that destination. Oh, you know what's so charming about it is being here for the wine tasting. And you might go, oh, we're, there's a way we can do with that. But in a way it works is you kind of cross. There's the, the big drag queen and everyone's lined up at their boarding gate to get into the next room where the airplane is. But yet people at the wine tasting in the middle of this little lecture about the wine and they see this going on they're half the year listening to it and they're trying to pay attention to the the wine tasting and it kind of self-promotes itself that, you know that is funny that you said that because our staff at front said can we stagger the times and i'm like no no i absolutely love that it's, it's complete kind of it's sloppy chaos because it's great. But, um, I, my drag queen, my big drag queen, might take offense to that, but <laughs> but anyhow, no, it is funny because people that are coming for the show are looking at the, the wine, wine tasting, tasting and vice versa, yes. and our store is completely full and packed and and lively. Yes, and, and that makes fun. us happy. Yep. Yeah. Yes, there absolutely. is something to do in Palm Springs. There is. Now, I, I have to just before we take a quick take another, another break. little break and then wrap things up is um, I just want, and then we'll leave on this note and we'll come back. But uh, I've been in here a few times and you guys have these crazy shoes, sneakers. Maybe they're air sneakers, not but not today. But what uh, what's the story with that? The, with the they're kind of matching, but they don't match. I can't tell the truth. Actually, um, our massage therapist had on these high tops. And I'm like, those are so cool. And he goes, they're they're classic. So I had to go on Amazon or eBay to try and find them. And I don't even know what they are. They're, they're Nikes. They're Nikes. They're Nikes. But they're like fluorescent. And he's got orange and I've got blue. And, you know, we are getting a little bit older. So I figure, you know, once the body and the looks start to go, you got to have a little eccentricity. Yeah. A little that, pizzazz. Yeah, that your people recognize your shoes or your socks. You know, because you don't, you might not have the hair or the thin body anymore. Yeah. But <laughs> I like those shoes, so that's part it's, of it. It's kind know. of a calling card, if you will. Yes, kind of a calling card. With yeah. our regular, you know, Boucher, Pierre, uniform. uniforms. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, the shoes are cute. They're great. <laughs> so well, thank you, Jim. Yes. So we will uh, take another quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about how people can find you and find out more about the shop and Pierre. So we'll be right back. If you want to know more about Inside the Bunghole, join us on all our social media platforms. 
you can get a revisit and view all the latest posts, giveaways, and information on this podcast. Simply search Inside the Bunghole on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment. We would love to hear from you. Or you can email us at insidethebunghole at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in and visit our website at insidethebunghole.buzzsprout.com, where you can always find our latest podcast and past episodes. Cheers! Okay, welcome back. We are with Dennis and Tommy of Boucher and P.S. Air in Palm Springs, California. That is a treasure out here in Palm Springs. And we encourage everybody to come check them out if you're in the Palm Springs area. So if I am doing a trip or planning a trip out to Palm Springs, how am I going to, how do I get in touch with you guys? Tell me about your social media and all that good stuff. Well, you can get in touch with us, of course, through our website at uh, boucher.com. That's B O U S. C-H-E-T.com or P-S-Airbar.com. You can also find us if you people see us on Instagram or TikTok or you can Google us. Um, and there, we are in some different publications around town. We do have a Facebook page and uh, for both Boucher and P.S. Air. And then also we are doing... Telephone reservations, so call the phone number that's on the website, or you can email info at Boucher. Or ask anybody around town if they've heard of that airline bar. I'm sure you'll hear <laughs> a lot of people. And also, we are known for our wine tasting and our, our small selection of uh, boutique wines. So let me ask you this. Do you guys um, do you buyouts, or have you had a buyout if a company wants to throw a party here? Well, we've had multiple buyouts, and... We've had buyouts where it's the whole prime prime time of, of our you know regular business hours, and then we've had buyouts after like the show at, at a late a late time a late time period you know 10, 10 p.m. to twelve twelve thirty, and uh, it depends on if a, it could be a Friday a Saturday night it could be a Sunday it really doesn't matter we, we do we we've do actually done like uh, Christmas parties for one was Alaska Airlines so. It's kind of fun when you get industry people coming and asking, can we rent your place for awesome. our annual Christmas party? And we've done buyouts for a couple, I would have to say, uh, special celebrities, which I can't mention, but yeah, we have. Interesting. Very fun. We'll have to uh, explore that a little more <laughs> off, the off the air. But if you are looking to have a really unique experience and you also can go out there buy the wine and then bring it into the restaurant correct yes. Yes. yeah absolutely which is always fun and you don't charge a corkage or anything do you no. at this point we do not yes at this point we do not at this point <laughs> in time. I, I was going to ask you when you were working flying uh there were ashtrays in the arms were there sm cigarette smoking Yes, in, there in the were. Planes? I there was. Um, I they think outlawed that in like '92, but there was always um, yes ashtrays, just because you had to have a place to put something out if there was an emergency. Or okay, because I, I, I was wondering why do they still make them? 
But, uh, yeah, and it's always funny to me because my mom back in the day was a big smoker. She also flew for TWA. And, uh, you know, the, the, the smoking section on an airplane, come on, it's a flying tube. It's crazy, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, that was pretty crazy. No, but if someone was to light up a cigarette, you do have to have somewhere to put it out. So you have to say, uh, you need to extinguish that. So that's why on every lavatory door or seat there, there was a place to extinguish a cigarette. Oh. I gotcha. That's something I never would have thought about. And what we're talking about, why we're talking about airline seats is because that is, again, one of the most precious parts about this place is all the seating is, it's set up as airline seating. So, you know, with the, there's first class, it's a little roomier than you've got your coach section. <laughs> it's, it's just an absolutely unique experience. Do you guys have an extension belt? Yes, we do. We do. There is one around there here. A, yes, an extension <laughs> belt is available. It needs to be. But actually, we don't use the safety belts. They're only for earthquakes when we were expecting an earthquake. Very good. When you're in the desert, please, please stop by. You will not be sorry. Yeah, thank you for bringing your wine knowledge and your creativity. Thank you, it's guys. awesome. Thank you, James. Thank you, Pam. It's an awesome place to be here. It is. Yeah. It is. And uh, tune in next time for another fun, fact-filled adventure of Inside the Bunghole where we talk wine and all things wine. <laughs>know more about inside the bunghole join us on all our social media platforms you can get a revisit and view all the latest posts giveaways and information on this podcast simply search inside the bunghole on facebook twitter or instagram like share and subscribe leave a comment we would love to hear from you or you can email us at inside the bunghole at gmail.com Thanks for tuning in and visit our website at insidethebunghole.buzzsprout.com where you can always find our latest podcast and past episodes. Cheers!